Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Jonathan Chachua goes down on the floor. He's holding his left knee. Texas will. Not sure if they got the bucket there or the miss, but Chachua came down awkwardly on that left leg and that left knee. And he is in some kind of pain at midcourt. Yeah. Ugh. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Well, we're back at the Farrell Center, and uh, with all the excitement of this game, it has just taken a turn because of uh, an injury to Jonathan Chumwachachua. That was all the replay. We said he landed awkwardly, and it was uh, not a pretty look at that replay of the injury. It wasn't, John, and leaving the floor, he's being carried off, and he is putting zero pressure on, on that leg. Really, really proud of the team's effort. Really proud of how they stepped up when John went out, but uh, bittersweet. Um, as a coach, uh, I think all parents can relate to. Um, whenever you see your child or one of your players get hurt like that, and they work so hard. Um, don't know uh, the severity of it, but obviously it didn't look good. So our hearts go out, prayers go out to them, hope for the best. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. And I tell you, you know, from where we sit, John, I don't care who it is, which team it is. Uh, I know injuries are a part of the game, but when you see that and you know how much time and effort and sweat and blood these guys put into getting better, it's it's just heartbreaking. Now, we'll see what the extent of this is. But like you said, John, it just didn't look very good. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Monday. Glad you're with us, ESPN Central Texas from the Allen Samuel Studios. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in studio today. And uh, highlight cuts, if you want to call it a highlight, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. A real low light, actually, from the game Saturday. Big win for the Bears over Texas, 80-63, to but really dampened by the uh, injury, season-ending injury to Jonathan Chumwa-Chachua. Welcome in. We'll talk about that. Uh, look at basketball from the weekend. New poll is out. Big 12 uh, uh, recognizing not one but two Baylor players this week. And uh, we'll talk some baseball. Coach uh, Steve Rodriguez will join us later in the hour. This is the week Baylor baseball opens the new season. They're at home this weekend hosting Maryland. Glad you're with us on this Monday. Aaron, uh, good to see you. What'd you think about the uh, Super Bowl game yesterday? It was good. I mean, it was close and competitive. Went down to the last drive. Uh, so we were talking before the show started, seen a lot of complaints about the pass interference at the end of the game. And it wasn't, I don't think, a good call. But, you know, you can't just talk about that and not talk about the T. Higgins touchdown where he right. grabbed Jalen Ramsey by the face mask right. and threw him to the ground, which got him open for a touchdown. So, I mean, honestly, I think it kind of evened out. And uh, I was pretty close. I said 27-24. You did, yeah. And, you uh, got three-point margin. Right. You got that right, <laughs> so yeah. It, really close. 
it ended up being a close game, but I thought that the Rams had more talent. Uh, it hurt losing OBJ earlier. I mean, they were – you could tell the offense slowed down after that because he was a big part of their plan because obviously uh, the Bengals were double, co- double covering Cooper Cup, but Rams find a way to pull it out. And uh, a lot of people, Matt Stafford, Aaron Donald, get their first Super Bowl ring. Yeah. OBJ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fun to watch. Uh, good close game. That's all I cared about was a close yeah. game. Although I found myself really pulling for Cincinnati. You know, Me I, told too. You, I told you I pulled, I, I picked Cincinnati just because of Clay Johnston, the Baylor grad uh, playing for the Bengals. But as it went down to the wire and the Rams were uh, driving, you know, I was like, come on, well, just go ahead and score and give the Bengals time to try to come back after that. Um, but a good close game it was. And the uh, Rams are the Super Bowl champions. Um, uh, it, it seemed like I thought NBC did a really good job. I watched maybe an hour and a half of their, you know, super uh, pregame show, kind of off and on, maybe two hours off and on. But, man, it was good. They had some good content in there. And maybe I didn't watch it, you know, just in one sitting, so I didn't feel like it dra- drug along at all. But I thought they did a really good job. And then the NBC uh, uh, production of the game I thought was great. Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth, of course, are great. Uh, and then uh, the halftime show. Do we need to mention the halftime show? Did you like that? Did you see that? I did. I enjoyed it a lot. Did you? Of course, I grew up listening to that. Right, you right, know, right. So all that music. So <laughs> I, I thought it was one of the better ones. I mean, I don't know if it was. I hate saying oh, it was the best of all time. Yeah. I mean, it was really good. But I mean, so was Prince. So was Bruno Mars. Yeah. It's, you know, the the bad ones stick out more than the good ones. <laughs> yeah, but I think right. they did a really good job. I enjoyed it. Some people are saying the best ever halftime show, so I don't know about that. Maybe one of the best ever. And it's funny, you know, Terry and I were sitting there. We were by ourselves at home watching the game, and, uh, you know, she's watching and saying, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? (laughs) You know, she really didn't know any of these people, and I knew half of them. That's probably all. Um, But you know what? They don't program a Super Bowl halftime for people our age. Right. You know, they really don't. I mean, it's it's, – their target demographic is much younger, so – I can understand that. Yeah, it was well. I mean, it. I guess it was kind of targeted for people my age, maybe. I mean, yeah, and and, yeah. and and a little younger, I guess. But I mean that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, the Chronic came out, I believe, when I was a sophomore in college. Really? You yeah. know, so I yeah. mean, it's right in your wheelhouse. Yeah, it, it really was. It really was. So like if said, if there I, was if there was ever a question, if they were singing live or if they were lip syncing. That question was answered yesterday. <laughs> there were some bad mistakes in the lip syncing. Right. Yeah. yeah. You could, you, and I understand why they do it. Oh, it's sure. So loud, yeah. But yeah, it, it's. Yeah. Yeah. You could tell. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how people could think they were doing that live, but some people do, usually because it's good lip syncing. But yesterday, there was, it was pretty clear that it was uh, uh, recorded and they were just lip syncing. So there you go. There's the Super Bowl. All right. Uh, basketball, Baylor men won a Saturday, but a costly victory with the loss of Jonathan Chumwachachua. Uh, officially, it is torn ligaments, plural, plural torn ligaments, and uh, out for the remainder of this season. And I tell you, I just hate that. I am just sick at that because he was playing so well, and he's such a great guy and has so much energy and works so hard. And all of a sudden, you know, you know, a freakish kind of uh, injury. It was a non-contact injury, really. May have made contact slightly with the Texas player, but that wasn't the, the reason for the injury. Just landed wrong on his left leg, and 
his knee went a direction it shouldn't go, and, uh, you know, he tore the ligaments in there. So, really hate that for him. He was he was playing his best basketball of, yeah. of his career. I mean, he was getting better every week, and he was coming off before, uh, the best game he's had this year in the game before Texas, and then, uh, you know, the terrible – Terrible knee injury. You knew kind of right away that it was, it was not not minor. You know, right. you hope for the best, but right. you, you watch sports long enough and you see enough knee injuries, and you kind of knew, wow, you know, that's probably not going to be good. Exactly. Uh, give credit to Flo Thamba though. When he came, came in and played a great game. <laughs> double double for Flo. Most minutes he's ever played. So remember, we were at Morrison's Gifts live last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Mark Dickinson was there, and he told us on Valentine's Day he was going to wear his Valentine's <laughs> Day suit. And Tom just comes in with a picture of it. Can you describe that suit? Uh, it's Colonel Sanders <laughs> wearing a a uh, a red suit with white hearts all over the jacket and pant and tie. Uh-huh. I might add. Uh-huh. Yeah, but doesn't he have a little Colonel Sanders going? Hey, very much so. Yes. That's a great. That's a good look. He, I think he can pull that suit off. Oh, absolutely. He's, he's the only one that can pull that <laughs> suit off. I hope he and Sally go out to eat somewhere tonight <laughs> wearing that. How about that? I, I hope he has a reservation someplace. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Can you? Say, can you <laughs> that's great. <laughs> this is good. That's classic. He said he was going to wear it. He said he was. I mean, <laughs> and right. he did. He yeah. Did. All right. He's Valentine's a man of his word. Day. Go buy uh, Morrison's gift, and uh, you'll see Colonel Sanders there. <laughs> that's a great look. All right, um, so back to Jonathan Chumwachachua, uh, really uh, serious knee injury. And I tell you who uh, saw that it was serious first, Aaron, uh, as he was running up the floor. He was on UT's side of the floor, uh, hadn't crossed the midcourt stripe yet. And Chris Beard was the first one out there. The Texas coach saw it and went out there. And uh, I thought that was really a great show of sportsmanship. Yeah, and his comments after the game, too, which we'll hear in a little while. But, I mean, he's a, he's a classy guy. I understand, you know, Red Raiders fans. I, I to, Trust me, I get, you know, why you're upset that he left. Um, but he's a great coach and, and a really classy guy. You yeah. Know? He talked about it post-game, and uh, Chris Beard, I thought, showed a great deal of sportsmanship um, during the game and after the game after Jonathan's injury. All right, let's take a break. We need a break here. We'll be back with more in just a moment. A little bit later, Steve Rodriguez will join us, Baylor's head baseball coach. Week of the season opener for the Bears. They'll host Maryland, a three-game series at Baylor Ballpark this weekend. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, the Allen Samuel Studios, brought to you in part by Diamore Fine Jewelers. Today's the day, guys. They are open till 6 at Diamore. Valentine's Day, not just guys, but ladies, They've got uh, items there that are perfect for your significant others. Check it out at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight with low temperatures falling to 41 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow. Continued warm and breezy with a high of 73. And on Wednesday, we start off with sunshine, but increasing clouds with a chance of showers and storms by the evening. And some of these may be strong with a high of 74. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 
Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, February 17th, and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and baseball coach Steve Rodriguez. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 The decisions made in our courtrooms have a lasting impact on all of us here in McLennan County. That's why the conservative leaders and organizations we trust are united in their support of Judge Ryan Luna. Judge Luna is endorsed by Texas Right to Life, Citizens for Pro-Life Action, Gun Owners of America, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, several of the most conservative members of the Texas legislature, and hundreds of grassroots conservative Republicans across the county. They, like you, know that the integrity of our courts depends on electing judges who will strictly interpret the law, hand down tough sentences, and never legislate from the bench. In the March 1st Republican primary, vote for a constitutional conservative for county court at law number three. Vote for Judge Ryan Luna. Early voting ends February 25th. To learn more, visit RyanLunaTX.com. Political ad paid for by the Judge Ryan Luna campaign in compliance with the voluntary limits of the Judicial Campaign Fairness Act. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Tax season brings a lot of uncertainty for everyone, but especially for investors. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. We can help you navigate the complexities of tax laws and build a financial portfolio that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Rams built a team to win Super Bowl 56, and that's what Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup did. The Rams beat the Bengals 23-20. Cup was the game's MVP with eight catches for 92 yards and two touchdowns, including the game winner with 125 left in the game. Both men and women for Baylor got the sweep at the Farrell Center on Saturday, and both will be back in action Wednesday night. Men in Lubbock taking on Texas Tech, and the women will be at home hosting TCU. USA is third in the medal count, and the winner of Olympics with 16 overall, 7 gold, 6 silver, and 3 bronze. The U.S. women's ice hockey team defeated Finland 4-1 this morning to advance to the gold medal round of the Winter Olympics. Baylor softball had a perfect opening weekend going 4-0. That's the best start for the Bears since 2018. Softball will be back on the road tomorrow taking on Stephen F. Austin. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
Love is in the air Everywhere I look around Love is in the air Every sight and every sound Happy Valentine's Day to you. Love is definitely in the air. Hope you have a great Valentine's Day today. Welcome back. John Morris, Aaron Sexton. Big 12 is loving some Baylor basketball today. The uh, Players of the Week were announced earlier today. First, James Akinjo named the Big 12 Newcomer of the Week and uh, third recognition this season for Akinjo. He had a great week last week, wins over K-State and Texas averaging 15 points, seven and a half assists, and two and a half steals in those two wins for the Bears. James Akinjo, the Big 12 Newcomer of the Week. Kansas' Jalen Wilson was the Big 12 Men's Player of the Week. And on the women's side, Baylor's Nalissa Smith was named the Big 12 Player of the Week. She averaged 26 points, nine and a half rebounds, and shot 61.3% from the field last week. Wins over Kansas State. And then uh, West Virginia on Saturday, the West Virginia game, she tied her career high with 30 points and had 12 rebounds to go along with it. Her 16th double-double on the season uh, against K-State, she had uh, 22 points in 28 minutes. So an outstanding week and great recognition for Nelissa Smith and James Akinjo from the Big 12 Conference. Women home versus TCU. Now, this is a rescheduled game. It is Wednesday, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center. We'll have it on uh, 104.9 FM radio-wise TV on Big 12 Now on ESPN Plus on Wednesday. The men headed to Lubbock to play Tech on Wednesday evening, 8 o'clock from United uh, Spirit Arena, or is it United Supermarkets Arena, uh, 8 o'clock on the air at 7.30 here on ESPN Central Texas Television on ESPN2 on Wednesday. Two games on this Monday in the Big 12. On ESPN2 at 6 o'clock, West Virginia plays at Kansas State. And then Big Monday, 8 o'clock on ESPN, Oklahoma State plays at now number 6, Kansas. New poll out for the week, Kansas uh, at number 6. Where were they last week? They were 8th last week, right? They lost to Texas. They split two games this week. Um, in fact, they lost one, and then they won by two over Oklahoma, and they move up two spots in the poll, mostly because teams ahead of them were losing, like Houston lost twice last week. So Kansas number six, Baylor up uh, three spots to number seven. Texas Tech is number 11, and Texas holds steady at number 20. Those are the rankings on the men's side. On the women's side, the uh, Baylor women are up to number six in the nation, up from number 10. So a nice jump there as they continue their late-season uh, run toward a Big 12 championship, playing really, really well. Um, beat, uh, beat West Virginia by 18 the other night in the Farrell Center. We told you Melissa Smith led the way with a career-high tying tw- uh, 30 points in that game. Yeah, they are rolling at the right time. Yeah, that's right. It is the right time. So uh, that's basketball, men's and women's, Big 12-wise. Mentioned a couple of other things, uh, get to a break, and uh, Steve Rodriguez will join us on the other side. Really, really sad to hear of the passing of uh, Leroy Coleman, former university high school head football coach. After he uh, left university, he uh, was an assistant on uh, his good friend Willie uh, Wilson's staff, Willie Williams' staff at La Vega and uh, gosh, what a great guy. I really hated to see his passing on Saturday. He really was, and you'll hear this from everybody who knew him, but he, he really was one of the nicest, 
just one of the best people you'll ever meet. Yeah. Uh, my first job as far as calling football games was doing university, and he was so helpful and just so supportive, you know, of and making sure I had everything I needed, making sure I was fed, you know. Mm. I mean, uh, wow. there was a couple of times where we had, there was really long road trips, and he pretty much insisted that I ride with the team, mm. you know, instead of driving all the way, you know, to – uh, Smithson Valley, mm-hmm. you know, was mm-hmm. the one that I think of right offhand. And then, you know, the team stops to eat and I'm sitting there and he's like, what are you doing? Get off, you know, <laughs> get off the bus and go eat. I mean, that's just the type of guy he was. I, I, I adored Coach Coleman. Um, and it really, it really shook me a little bit when I heard that yeah. he passed because I, I, like I said, he's a, he was a great man and he helped me out a lot as he did with thousands of people. That's it. Everybody, anybody that knew him would tell that same kind of story. Yeah. So very sad to hear uh, our condolences to his family. No funeral arrangements yet that I've heard. Uh, maybe there is something and I just don't know about it. But uh, if we get that, we'll pass it along. Also, uh, former Baylor basketball All-American and Olympic gold medalist uh, Jackie Robinson passed away the end of last week. Uh, it was Thursday. His funeral services today. He lived over in Augusta, Georgia. But what a career for Jackie Robinson. He uh, was a member of Baylor's Final Four team in 1948, All-American three years, 46, 47, and 48, and uh, played on the U.S. Olympic team that was in London, won a gold medal on the Olympic team in 1948, and then in retirement after his playing days was uh, was a pastor. Uh, at a church for many years in Augusta, Georgia, and settled there. And uh, we had occasion to uh, cross paths several times, you know, post-playing career. And, uh, man, what a uh, gentleman, what great stories he had to tell. And Dr. Jackie Robinson passed away last Thursday, uh, the funeral service today in Augusta, Georgia. All right, take a break. When we come back, we'll check in at Baylor Ballpark. Coach Steve Rodriguez will join us, head coach of the Bears, who opened the new season coming up on Friday, a three-game series against Maryland at Baylor Ballpark. Glad you're with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Baylor Big 12 Women's Basketball, all season long. The Baylor women home in the Farrell Center Wednesday for a rescheduled game with TCU. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday on 104.9 FM. Baylor Women's Basketball, all season long with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm. This Wednesday on 104.9 FM. Tax season brings a lot of uncertainty for everyone, but especially for investors. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. We can help you navigate the complexities of tax laws and build a financial portfolio that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. 
case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. I'm Josh Tetons, and I'm running to be your district attorney here in McLennan County. I'm a proud graduate of both Baylor University and Baylor Law School, a dad, a husband, and a member of Glory Bell Church in Waco. You will always know where I stand on the issues. I oppose defunding the police and support law enforcement. That's why I'm proud to be endorsed by Sheriff Parnell McNamara, the Waco Police Association, and the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County. My 15 years as a criminal defense attorney have given me the experience necessary to protect and defend our cherished Constitution from the radical liberals who want to destroy it. The most important job in my life is being a father of three and a devoted husband. Just like you, I want safer streets for my kids to play on, hardened criminals to be locked up, and drugs to be taken off our streets. It's time we do better. It's time we support law enforcement. I'm Josh Tetons, candidate for McLennan County District Attorney, and I approve this message because it's time for a change. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Rams built a team to win Super Bowl 56, and that's what Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup did. The Rams beat the Bengals 23-20. Cup was the game's MVP with eight catches for 92 yards and two touchdowns, including the game winner with 125 left in the game. Both men and women for Baylor got the sweep at the Farrell Center on Saturday, and both will be back in action Wednesday night. Men in Lubbock taking on Texas Tech, and the women will be at home hosting TCU. USA is third in the medal count in the winner of Olympics with 16 overall, 7 gold, 6 silver, and 3 bronze. The U.S. women's ice hockey team defeated Finland 4-1 this morning to advance to the gold medal round of the Winter Olympics. Baylor softball had a perfect opening weekend going 4-0. That's the best start for the Bears since 2018. Softball will be back on the road tomorrow taking on Stephen F. Austin. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for our weekly check on Baylor baseball. Here's JMO with head coach Steve Rodriguez. Baseball weather, sunny and 70 in Central Texas. Beautiful day today. Hopefully that continues right through the weekend when Baylor baseball opens the 2022 season. Got add you with us, John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. We welcome in Baylor head baseball coach Steve Rodriguez. And coach, first off, appreciate you joining us today. I know it's probably not the most convenient time, but uh, we appreciate your time. Uh, JMO, it's always a pleasure. We got practice here in about 45 minutes, so plenty of time for you. Very nice. Thank you. I won't keep you 45 minutes. How about that? <laughs> hey, this is baseball weather, isn't it? This is beautiful today. 
Man, I'll tell you what, it is outstanding weather. I know we got some, it's going to get weird here in a couple right. of days just with some wind and uh, some cold weather. But I think this weekend is supposed to be nice. Friday might get a little dicey, uh, but the rest of the weekend should be good. So we're really excited about it. That's good. And playing in February, you really never know what you're going to get. So it uh, looks like we're going to come out okay. Yeah, the 30-degree uh, mornings and the 75-degree <laughs> afternoons are a little difficult to kind of plan for clothing wise but we always find a way we'll be fine very good it's great schedule uh this year all year but starting out a seven game homestand maryland for three duke for three houston baptist in the middle there uh that that's that's a plus isn't it to be able to start the season with that many home games it's always good um you know we we play really well at home our our guys uh just traditionally have done that and with the, the quality of the schedule that we have coming in uh, it's going to be a real benefit for us. Obviously, with Maryland and Duke, both really good teams. Uh, Houston Baptist with a new coaching staff, so they're going to be. It's going to be fun to play them, and then we head down to Houston to play in in a regional Omaha-like atmosphere with UCLA, Tennessee, and LSU. So it's going to be a, a fun start to the season. Boy, that's a great and that's a great tournament, isn't it? Really well run down there in Houston. It is. It's 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 great. It allows our guys to go and play in a big league stadium. Uh, it'll be a ton of people there. It'll be anywhere from fifteen to 25,000 people. So it's always fun to be able to go down there and participate in such a great tournament. All right, so we're, uh, what, T-minus five days away from your opener. Uh, in your mind, what are uh, the question marks uh, with this team or maybe just some questions that maybe won't be answered till you get on the field? Um, there's a lot of questions that are never answered until <laughs> we get on the field. Um, you know, I think it, this year – is like a first year, I think, in a while that we don't know, you know, we don't have an All-American behind the plate like for the past five years. So, it, um, you know, behind the plate might be a small question mark. Uh, we have some really talented kids that have an opportunity to be back there. So you're going to see a couple kids going back there to, to kind of earn some time. And then normally, you know, our old guys in the back end of the bullpen is a, a tradition for us. And a lot of those guys graduated last year or came back for their COVID year. And so we might have some new faces and some younger guys in the back end of a bullpen, which will be, uh, like I said, it's going to be, I don't want to say hit and miss, uh, but it's a matter of moving the pieces where they need to go to make sure they have the success that they're capable of having. Yeah, and I'm guessing those old guys that you had, I'm guessing that's a real, provides a real comfort factor, doesn't it? Oh, it does. Once you have a starter get into the sixth or seventh inning, uh, you know you have about four or five guys that you can call on that are, are going to give you a really quality outing, whether they, you know, they do what they're supposed to do or not. But the, the assurance and the reliability of those guys is always comforting. And that's going to be one of the missing parts uh, for us this year. We have some guys that we, we've had um, in the past, but they're going to have to earn those roles. Seven uh, position starters back. Uh, that's got to be nice, you know, to have some, um, you know, some guys that have played the position that you know you can plug in there. It's really nice. You know, when you have – you know, we're obviously missing a catcher and an outfielder. Uh, but truthfully, when you have your infield back, and like today we're going to be going over some things, uh, some non-traditional baseball things that in regards to just making sure that we're prepared for them. Uh, you know, when you have a veteran group like we have, it allows us to, to go through it a little bit quicker, to answer a lot of the questions, allow a lot of the younger guys to see how we do it. And so that way, when, when it does come up, they're prepared for it. But it, it's really nice having those veterans in really key roles in a lot of different spots on our field. Mm. 
Jared McKenzie, one of those guys that's back. Uh, preseason unanimous All-Big 12, preseason All-America recognition. Uh, boy, that's nice to have him back for another year. Man, I'll tell you what, he's been hitting the ball really well the past couple weeks. And, you know, right now it's it's kind of funny. There's always, a, a as a coach, you have one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake because <laughs> you want to get it going because certain guys are swinging the bat well, but at the same time you got to hit the brake to make, make sure you've covered everything and make sure they're prepared for it. Uh, but, you know, the way Jared McKenzie is swinging right now, he's definitely the foot on the gas guy. Steve Rodriguez, our guest, Baylor head baseball coach. You've uh, been going, what, a couple of weeks, three weeks, and again, opened this Friday. Have you gotten done what you uh, – are you on track? Have you gotten done what you wanted to so far? I think so. I think the majority of it is getting the pitchers in shape, making sure they're ready to go this weekend, making sure their pitch counts up. And I think we've done a pretty good job of that. The weather has been really accommodating for most of it. Uh, for some of it, you know, we've had a couple of days in the 20s. But, you know, like I told them, you know, at some point the toughest team wins. And, and they've really, you know, taken taken advantage of it when we've had a chance to be on the field. They've done a really good job. And, you know, the pitch counts for the pitchers is the biggest thing, making sure our hitters get some live at bats, what they've done. So right now, it's like I'll tell you what, I think they're really getting sick of uh, staring at each other during the squad. <laughs> so it's going to be nice to, to play another team for a while. Is there any conversation, or do you even have to bring up, you know, that you guys were so close to making the NCAA tournament last year, you know, the first team out of not making the tournament? How motivating a factor is that? Oh, I love talking about that, J-Mo. Thank you for bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. <laughs> no, it's, uh, you know, I've said this to a couple different people as I go and I speak to different groups. You know, I have a, a group of kids on my team that, they they don't know anything different but COVID protocols. Mm. You know, since they got here as freshmen and the season shut down to last year when the end of the season is kind of affected last three weeks with different, you know, guys going out and close contacts and, you know, missing a 30-year team on one weekend. You know, there's certain things that you just kind of have to kind of manage through. And, you know, a lot of that has been part of it. And so right now we're just hoping, you know, we can kind of start this thing and without any issues and not any concerns. And luckily a lot of the, the protocols and mandates have been lifted. So, we're hoping to kind of get on the right track and not have to worry about some of those outlying influences that might you know, deter a season. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. So anything fans who are planning to make a trip to the ballpark uh, need to know or being an outdoor sport, are we okay to open the doors and say, come on in? Oh, we're opening the doors and get them all in. We're going to have a great time. We've got, it's going to be a fun group to watch. They're really talented. Uh, there's going to be some new faces that they're really going to enjoy getting to know. Uh, but in regards to what's going to be happening here at the ballpark, as far as I'm concerned, it's going to be just like nothing ever happened. Very good. Very good. Tell us about, final question, tell us about some of the new guys, uh, either freshmen that are in or transfers. Seems like you got a pretty good infusion of talent there. We did. Um, we have a, a, a couple kids, two behind the plate, Ian Groves and Harrison Cayley, um, who are catchers. Harrison is the twin brother of Cam Cayley. Uh, he transferred in from Abilene Christian, and uh, Ian Groves transferred in from uh, Tarleton State. Uh, we have a transfer, a left-handed pitcher from Loyola Marymount, uh, Matt Volker, and a transfer from Nevada, Reno, named Jake Jackson. And all of those guys will see some significant time for us. Uh, throughout this season we have a freshman named mason marriott who's going to be really fun to watch his role is right now is going to be probably at the back end of the bullpen um but like he is such a talented kid i might be able to move him around in some different roles uh just to make sure we maximize his ability and so i think we're you're going to see some some really fun 
older guys and some younger guys really stepping in. And uh, we have a young kid named Cody Grayback who's an infielder who obviously when you're returning four infielders, uh, it makes it a little more difficult. But uh, he's pretty talented to play all three infield spots. And so he's going to be another one to watch that I think people are going to kind of find really interesting. And uh, he's one of those kids you just love watching play because he does everything right. Man, that's great. I can't wait. Well, it's almost here, start of the season, and appreciate you being on with us today. Uh, you've got the coaches show on your calendar for Thursday, right? Thursday at Rudy's? That's this Thursday, right? That is this Thursday. Yes. <laughs> with you. Of course, I will be there. Appreciate it. Thanks, Coach. We'll see you soon. All right, JMO. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Coach Steve Rodriguez, Baylor head baseball coach. They will open the new season this weekend, a three-game series against Maryland at Baylor Ballpark. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 3, and Sunday at 1 for the Bears and the uh, Terrapins coming in to play Baylor. Looks like weather, Aaron, should be uh, okay. Maybe Friday, like he said, maybe a little dicey. But uh, uh, for February, what do you expect, you know? Uh, they can't all be days like today. <laughs> if, it were, if they were opening today, it'd be fantastic. Yeah, you would hope. That the whole weekend will be like this. Probably right. not going to be, but it should be okay. Right, right. That sounds good. So uh, home for seven straight to open the season. Uh, Seven-game homestand, Maryland, and then one against uh, Houston Baptist and three more against Duke, all at Baylor Ballpark. And all the games right here on ESPN Central Texas. So uh, appreciate uh, Coach Rod getting his thinking baseball and uh, talking about baseball with the season openers coming up this weekend. Uh, we will make this uh, a regular on Mondays as the season progresses. Uh, we'll rotate between Coach Rod and Coach Strauss and Coach Taylor and just visit with them each Monday to get a recap of the weekend that was completed and a look ahead at the week. So uh, Baylor baseball talk here in the 3 p.m. hour every Monday through the season starting today. Thanks to Coach Rod. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuels Studios We'll take a break and be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Mac Rhodes joining us, director of athletics at Baylor. He wants to be here, and uh, I, I certainly think we're, we're blessed that, that he's our head coach. Okay, I interpret all that you just said is an eight-year deal. Okay, that's kind of what I'm going with. Mm, mm. <laughs> Might be on to something. <laughs> okay, good, good. My instincts are, are on. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin, choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. 
ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. America is at a crossroad, and Texans have answers. The Democratic Party defames law enforcement and defunds police, and that's created a nationwide crime crisis. Right now is the time to stand against the Biden-Pelosi tyrannical agenda. They're crushing the rule of law and the Second Amendment. Hello, I'm Congressman Pete Sessions representing the 17th Congressional District of Texas. I will be on your ballot this March 1st as your conservative Republican Congressman. I'm a lifetime member of the National Rifle Association and won their endorsement, along with the Texas State Rifle Association. With your help, the Republican Party will regain the majority in Congress and reclaim the rule of law. I'm Pete Sessions and I approve this message. Political advertisement paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Welcome back, John Morris Show. There's a uh, nice sentiment for Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's to everyone out there, especially my Valentine is Terry Morris, and uh, I would I would say that every day is Valentine's Day for the Morrises. So uh, happy Valentine's Day officially today on the 14th. Welcome back. Final segment: John Morris, Aaron Sexton. Wrap things up in the hour. Hand it off to Matt Mosley. Coming up top of the hour. Uh, big things going on at the Baylor Club. Uh, if you, uh, they have a Valentine's Day dinner tonight. Now, I don't know this for sure, but probably they are booked up by now. It's 5.30 to 8.30 tonight. So I wouldn't want to send you there uh, at this late hour trying to get into the Valentine's Day dinner. But how about this? Consider this at the Baylor Club. You can save big with their 2-22-22 deal. So today is the 14th. So uh, eight days away from now is February 22nd, and uh, they are uh, playing with the numbers there, 2-22-22, to give you a great opportunity to become a member of the Baylor Club or to schedule an event at the Baylor Club. 
uh, you can save up to $1,000 on an event uh, booking. The event must take place in 2022. Call 254-710-8074 to book today. Uh, you'll receive, here's the, here's the amount, you'll receive $200 off every $1,000 spent for a maximum of $1,000. So uh, give them a call at 254-710-8074. Tell them we sent you by and uh, ask about the 222-22 deal that is going on now at the Baylor Club. So um, one of the big things they've got going on now, the Club Eats continue regular uh, operating hours uh, tomorrow, uh, beginning with breakfast tomorrow morning through the weekend again. You can get all their schedule on the web at thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com. Or for questions, 254-710-8080 is the main number. We told you for this uh, 222-22 event, the, uh, the direct number is 710-8074. So love talking about the Baylor Club and all the great things they have going on there. Mike Mosel and his great staff at the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. All right, Aaron, let's, uh, let's mention some birthdays. I need to go back a little bit through the weekend for some folks that had birthdays over the weekend and then those uh, today also. Uh, looking at the list here. Um, today, so we'll start with today. It's Blake Lynch's birthday, former Baylor uh, football player. Happy birthday to uh, Blake. J.P. Heath does uh, broadcasting down for Rice. It's J.P.'s birthday today. Dave Sims' birthday today. Dave was born on Valentine's Day. Um, does uh, Seattle Mariners baseball and does a ton of things network uh, radio-wise. So uh, happy birthday to Dave Sims out in Seattle. Uh, it's uh, Scott Ben Kelly's birthday today. Happy birthday to uh, Scott. Um, great Baylor supporter in every sport. Happy birthday to him. Mm, looking, it's Veronica Smith's birthday. Derek Smith's better half. Happy birthday to Veronica today. And Mike Chandler's birthday, uh, David Chandler's brother. Happy birthday to Mike. And uh, Ben Ansira's birthday. Happy birthday to Ben. Let me go back a couple days, okay, through the weekend. Like yesterday was Daryl Janeka's birthday. Happy birthday to Daryl. Ed Clements down in uh, Austin. Um, Joe Heineman's birthday was yesterday, former Baylor pitcher. Ashley Farrell's birthday was yesterday. Worked with us for a good while in uh, um, on Inside Baylor Sports. Now works with the Tennessee Titans. And then go back to Saturday. It was Jana Hickson's birthday. She spent uh, part of her birthday at the Baylor Games, I think, both men's and women's. I know she was there for the men's game. But happy birthday to Jana Hickson going back uh, to Saturday. Mark Strauss, the uh, chicken king of Central Texas uh, from Raising Canes. Happy birthday to Mark Strauss going back to Saturday. And Carl Hoover of the Waco Tribune Herald, his birthday was Saturday as well. And Marcus Sedberry just uh, recently uh, uh, is leaving us in Baylor Athletics, going to the University of Wisconsin. Great opportunity there, but... Man, do we hate to see him go. Marcus has done tremendous, tremendous work with our student-athlete academic services area. So happy birthday to uh, Marcus Sidberry a couple of days late. I need to talk to Marcus. I'm going to give him a call when, uh, when I leave here. So, Aaron, there's a list, uh, not just today, but going back through the weekend. Anybody you want to add to that list? Just a couple today. Magician Teller from Penn & Teller is 74. He is the one that doesn't talk. In case anyone's confused. <laughs> okay. 
And Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20 fame and also has had some huge hits as a solo artist turns 50 today. Very nice. So that's mine for today. Very good. There's a good list. Uh, Happy birthday to those folks on Valentine's Day 2022. All right, Matt Mosley is coming up top of the hour. What do you guys have uh, have planned between 4 and 6 this afternoon? We will be talking Super Bowl uh, with Jeff Chidea from the NFL Network. I think we will also be talking with John Werner from the Waco Tribune Herald. I believe that's what he just texted me. We'll okay. also talk Baylor basketball. We have uh, Coach Drew's postgame audio after the Texas game and uh, also – the uh, women's basketball with their big victory over West Virginia. So lots of basketball and lots of Super Bowl. Yep, very good. All right, so that's coming up with Matt and Aaron. Matt Mosley Show, top of the hour, 4 to 6, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Remember Tom Barfield, Ward White, Garrett Ross, weekday mornings, 7 to 9 a.m. with game time every weekday morning here on ESPN Central Texas. They had Coach Johnny Tusa on this morning. Among their uh, guests, Jerry Hill was on this morning. But Coach Tusa, really good, talking about uh, his his really good friend, uh, Leroy Coleman, who passed away over the weekend. Yeah, I mean, they were football in the city of Waco yeah. for my entire life Three pretty decades. much. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. pretty much my entire life. You know, Coach Tusa at Waco High and Coach Coleman at university. And uh, we were talking, you know, it was great that Coach Coleman was able to be honored and inducted into the, to the WISD Hall of Fame. Him and Coach Tusa were both inducted into the WISD Hall of Fame, but it was a great honor, well deserved by Coach Coleman. You know, it's just—I mean, it's sad just still thinking about it. But um, it, it it was great though that he was able to be honored for for his career at university and exactly. for everything that he did for WISD. Yeah, you know for for University High School and all the athletes that he had under him. So uh, we will I, we will all, you know, really miss Coach Coleman. Yeah, so many people. He's touched so many lives through the years. The first person I thought of when I heard the news was, was Rodney Smith, Rodney who played mm-hmm. at university and then played at Baylor. And so I just shot Rodney a text and said, man, that is sad. And you are the first person I thought of. I know you're one of many, many probably thousands of people that Coach Coleman touched during his life and during his coaching career. Yeah, I'd mentioned earlier that, you know, that was the first uh, calling university football was one of my first uh, uh, announcing jobs. uh, And uh, Coach Smith was an assistant coach on the team at that time. So I got to know him too. And uh, it was was a really, really great experience. Yeah, very good. So sympathies to the uh, Coleman family here in Central Texas, his passing on Saturday. All right, uh, again, uh, remind you a couple of things we mentioned. Uh, start of the hour, Nalissa Smith, the Big 12 Player of the Week. Congratulations to her. I think very deserving. She tied her career high with 30 in the win over West Virginia on Saturday evening. And Baylor's James Akinjo is the Big 12 Newcomer of the Week. On the men's side, very, very solid week for Akinjo. And Baylor wins over Kansas State and then over the University of Texas. Let me say this, Pat and I talked about it ad nauseum on the game broadcast Saturday, but that crowd Saturday was unbelievably good. Great crowd on Saturday. Students were there early. They filled up all the seats and um, uh, were in line to get get a, a seat 
on Saturday, and then everyone else filled up every seat in there. It was the uh, a sellout. Uh, it was a gold out. A lot of people uh, wore gold to the game on Saturday. That really showed up on television. And and the thing about it is, Aaron, for Baylor, a lot of times in past years, you had to have uh, some help, really, from the visiting team's fans to get a sellout. Mm-hmm. And there were some Texas fans there on Saturday, but the vast majority of the crowd were Baylor fans. Yeah, that was really impressive. It was really great to see. I mean, it was just mostly gold, but green and gold throughout the entire place, and it was a sellout. Yeah. There was, you know. It, that looked great on TV. It helped the team, and it was a big win for for Coach Drew and his team. And he acknowledged, you know, the impact that the fans had on it in his post game. So, con- congratulations to the Bears on a big win over Texas. I believe that's twelve out of thirteen now. That's right. Uh, so, uh, between the men and the women, what is that? Twenty four out of twenty five. Think so because the women have won thirteen, 13 straight. straight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you throw in football. You know, that's right. We just need uh, softball and baseball to sweep, and then it'll be a perfect year. Yeah, it's been great. So that was a great win and a real assist to the fans who were there. Uh, that really was. Um, I wish everybody could go to places like Allen Fieldhouse or uh, Gallagher Iba Arena or Hilton Coliseum and see what the crowds are like there. But that crowd Saturday was as good as any place we go on the road. So well done by the Baylor fans. Well done. Let's do it again this Saturday. Baylor hosts TCU. The men on Saturday morning at 11. The women host TCU Wednesday evening, 7 o'clock. So plenty of opportunities. Not plenty. There's, uh, you know, starting to run out of home games this year. But some good opportunities left for uh, you to come out and support Baylor men's and women's basketball. Big doubleheader coming up on the 26th uh, when the women and the men both play Kansas that day. The women at 1, the men at 7. So a good chance or possibility that game day, ESPN College game day, is looking at that date maybe being in Waco on the uh, 26th. All right, we got to move out of here. We do appreciate you being with us. Aaron, thank you very much. Thanks to Coach Steve Rodriguez on with us. If you missed any or all of that interview or the show, uh, it's uh, available. It will be as soon as we sign off on the web at SyntexSportsFan.com, SyntexSportsFan.com, or on social media at 1660 ESPN. Aaron uh, pushes those interviews out so uh, you can listen to them again or share them or whatever you'd like of all of our interviews, all of our local shows. Appreciate that. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. I love a good heifer show, and I like a turkey and broiler show.